It's the Said G Podcast Show. Reach one, teach one. Hood social politics. Hood social politics. I'm excited to be here with my family, family, with you, with your audience, the audience. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Comrades, I want to welcome y'all to the Said G Podcast Show. You know, I'm excited as usual to be with you all, my comrades, which I consider the audience my comrades. And I'm excited about doing this episode today. The last two episodes are very explosive. I got a great response from that. I got a lot of phone calls on those last two episodes, Relationships in the Hood. Make sure y'all go back and check that one out. But today we're going we're gonna to be talking about religion in the hood. Religion in the hood. Uh, I did a lot of research on this. We're going to look at some historical facts and whether we think that the church is great for the community or not you know but it's the said g podcast show tell a friend share this episode on your social media sites and i'll be right back hello comrades i want to let everyone know you can follow me on twitter at mr 911 i'm on facebook at said g pod or follow me on Instagram at said G podcast. You can catch my live cast every Tuesday and Thursday night from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time on castbox.fm. Where I'll be doing a live broadcast every Tuesday and Thursday night from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Time. I'm super excited about that. You all can call into the show and interact with me or just to give a shout out. You can go to cashbox.fm and C-A-S-T-B-O-X dot F-M and just search for Said G Livecast or Said G Podcast. Welcome back to the Said G podcast show religion in the hood and i want to remind everybody that i'm starting a live broadcast every tuesday and thursday night from 8 p.m to 9 p.m so make sure you check that out um it's going to be live right there on cast let me get the name of this again castbox.fm so every tuesday and thursday night from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., you can check me out live on cashbox.fm. Religion in the hood. Uh, when it comes to religion, it's a, quite a few ways how we practice religion. Growing up as an African American, I primarily practiced Christianity. Um, that's all we knew when we were children. And, you know, many families and many children from the type of community that I come from, they will all say they will all say, yes, we were going to church when we were kids. Uh, we were made to go to church 
when you were kids. That was one of those things you probably get a whooping for if you didn't go to church. So many families were involved in the church as kids. But as a child, you really don't know what's going on in the church. You're really not understanding what's being taught in the church. And, and as an adult and as a parent, as a parent, you okay, you look at it as this is a positive vibe that my child could be around. He's not around any negativity, not hanging out in the streets and sort of planting the seed when the child is young by taking them to church, taking him or her to church, even though they may not have a full understanding of what's going on, what's going on in the church or how what the religion is all about. You know. But religion goes back for thousands and thousands of years. It seems as if people change religions every three, four thousand years. You know. They the people, whatever deity they were worshiping, they took all that stuff serious. You know, in some cases it could be life or death, you know. But it's been a serious thing that's been practiced for uh, a very long time. The, the top three major religions in the world are Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Even though it's other religions like Hinduism, Buddhism, um, there's many type of deities or gods or religions that people practice in the world. So, but I know for a fact in this country and in the world, the top three main religions that got the biggest followings are Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Um, but many people don't know that, and you can look all this information up, Many people don't know that Islam and Christianity is actually derived off of Judaism. Judaism is the original uh, religion or mythology or whatever you want to call it. And Islam and Christianity is derived off of that religion. But you have other type of popular type religions in the world. There's a lot of folklore stories about some of these religions. And when you actually go to these countries, you will actually still see symbolism of these religions. Uh, you got your Greek mythology and you got your Egyptian deities. You got your Roman deities. You know, when you actually go back there, you will see some symbolism, some symbolism of these religions. They got statues that survived from way back then. And we always, uh, when you look at Christianity, some people call Christianity slave, slave religion, because most, a lot of people think that we were only taught that stuff, taught the religion during slavery. But some people take the religion so so deeply that they feel like that's where they get their blessings from so they will defend it they feel like that's what works for them so some people will say no no we were practicing christianity before we even got to this country so it's always up for debate 
whether Africans were practicing Christianity before they came over into this country via the trade slave, I mean the slave trade, sorry. Um, once again, I want to remind everybody that you can catch me on live cast. I'm doing today, doing one today, but my actual show dates will be on Tuesday and Thursday from 8 to 9. And I want to thank Sal for joining in and Papa Bear is joining. I want to thank y'all today. Uh, we're going live with this podcast on religion in the hood. So it's always up for the de- debate whether slaves were actually practicing Christianity before they came over here during the slave trade. Um, but when I come back, though, we're going to look at some of the other African deities that uh, pe- people practice over there in Africa. It's the CG Podcast Show. Tell a friend. Share this episode on your social media page. I'll be right back. Hello, family. If you want to become a donor of the Said G Podcast Show, you can click the support this podcast link. Also, you can support by clicking the merchandise link in the description and purchase a Said G Podcast Show t-shirt. Funds will go toward the betterment of this podcast so I can keep giving you guys great content. My ultimate goal is to build a radio station, so your support is very important. Appreciate your family. One love. y'all back to the said g podcast show in this segment right here we're going to look at some of the african deities that some of us most coming over here and during the slave trade uh most of those slaves were brought over here from western africa but here's some of the deities that some africans practice and they definitely had their own religions they had their own deities they had their own gods they had their own mythology or how people were brought into this earth and different countries like egypt may have they hold different way how they look at how people started on earth Uh, but in nigeria we got allah igbo and i want to remind everybody it was a, a plenty of female de- deities in this in this world uh they over here in america they sort of know maybe virgin mary or something like that but in in general that's not something we really practice over here in this country but that was a female deity from nigeria then you got ajay um which was from the dahomey empire they were known as the fawn people um the homie, it was a commercial center for the slave trade in West Africa. Um, but that was a deity. You got Majaji in South Af- Africa. That was a female deity. These are some of the uh, African deities. This is some of the stuff that people practiced before they even came over into this country. So it's still up for debate whether slaves practiced Christianity before they came over here in America. And I'm sure some of them was practicing Christianity. I'm not even going to doubt that. I'm not going to dispute that. 
Uh, then you had, uh, like I said, other popular uh, deities, um, Greek, these Greek mythology. Um, you had the 12 Olympians, some of the great deities of the Greek pantheon, commonly considered to be Zeus. You already, everybody's familiar with Zeus as the god of lightning. And this is stuff they actually practice over there. When you go over there, you will see symbolism of Zeus. You got Hera, you got Poison, Demeter, Demeter, Athena, Apollo. Everybody's familiar with Apollo. Artemis, Ares, Hephaestus. Some of these names are kind of difficult to uh, to say, but. They were all called Olympians, and everybody all familiar with the word Olympian. So, you know, they use that word Olympics in, in, in sports. And a lot of the English language is derived from Latin words and words these people actually created. So we're familiar with the Olympians um, because according to tradition, they resided on Mount Olympus. You can go back and listen to Martin Luther King's last speech. He's actually speaking about Mount Olympus. Olympus. Sorry. So that's some of the Greek deities. So look at some of the Roman deities because they that was a popular thing back then. Let's name some of some of these names gonna sound familiar to y'all. So the 12 major gods, Roman gods, they were Jupiter, Juno, Neptune. Minerva, Minerva, Mars, and Venus. And then you got Apollo, Diana, Vulcan, and Vesta, Mercury, and Ceres. Well, those are some of the major uh, gods in the Roman mythology. And I want to go back to when you talk about the Greeks. There's a uh, movie, Thor. The movie Thor. Thor was considered a god. His brother Loki was considered like what we call Satan today. That was a true religion. I know they make it out of entertainment nowadays, but that was a true God back in those days. And I looked at the timeline of when some of these religions actually were born. So you got the Greek mythology, which is supposedly started during the 14th century, around 1250 B, 1250 BCE. Then we got the Roman deities, religion or mythology, started around 500 BCE. That was during the fifth century. Then you got the Egyptian um, mythology that supposedly started around 4000 BCE. Then you got the Christian mythology, religion that supposedly started around 1069 BCE. You get Judaism starting around 2000, between 2000 and 587 BCE, and Islam around 570 CE. Uh, so that's some of the timelines you got with some of these, when some of these religions supposedly started. You know, it's a difference in what BCE and all those type of things mean. So, you know, B.C. was considered before Christ. You got B.C.E., which is considered before Common Era. Then you got A.D., which is kind of the time since the birth of Jesus. 
So Christianity had a lot to do with how they set the time timelines back then. These are all facts. You can all go check and look all this stuff up. So, but when we come back, we're gonna look at um religion and slavery and how people view that and talk about this debate that people say when it comes to whether this is a slave religion or not. It's the Say G Podcast Show. Stay with me, folks. Thank you, comrades. I would like for all my comrades out there to go subscribe to the Said G Podcast Show. Just go to your favorite platform, search for Said G Podcast, and subscribe. Thanks, comrades. One love. y'all back to the said g podcast show uh we looked at a lot of the timelines when it comes to religion and uh, we've named some of the um, other deities in, in the world but when in 1619 that's when the first load of slaves supposedly reached america and that's when the slave trade started in america at that point and that was at Point Comfort, Virginia. So I guess Virginia is the first, the birthplace of bringing slaves to America. Um, when, when, we, when they brought people over here from over there, a lot of those religions they brought over here with them. It's just that they couldn't, they weren't allowed to practice their religions when they came through slavery. Basically everything about that person uh, was stripped away from them. They were stripped away from their families. They were stripped away um, their way of life, their language, basically, uh, definitely how they thought, their thinking patterns, all that was stripped away from them during slavery. Now, whether it's up for debate, whether they brought Christianity with them, were they practicing Christianity before they got into slavery? That's up for debate. We can always look up their information. Or maybe we'll come back and do another show on that one. But for the most part, during slavery, we, uh, you know, I want to remind people, it was indigenous black people already here in this country before they even came over here in this country. So there was still black people in this country. Uh, but during the slave trade, during the slave time, most of the religion that got forced on those people were Christianity. They often used that Christianity against them during slavery. You know, you were taught that you had to wait till you die to go to heaven. You know, you had to be taught that you had to die to wait for everything. So we got to wait on God, you know, and it seems like that God never comes because this is what they're being taught that, you know. But as of the day, you know, I some people actually still go by that, but no, nah, me personally, I want my heaven right here while I'm alive, right here on earth, you know. So, and I, I spoke about subconscious hypnotism in one of my shows, in one of my podcasts. And what I mean by subconscious hypnotism, that's when people keep repeating the same actions towards you over and over again. 
You know, this was this information is actually written in the um, I can't think of the um, Willie Lynch letter. It's actually written written in there. So if you repeat this same cycle against these people, especially for 400 years, their their mind is going to be trained to think like that. You know, so that's what happened when you know, during slavery when it comes to religion. Then it got to the point where they did actually let them practice religion. They had their own little churches and groups and stuff like that. And uh, but this is the only religion you can actually teach. So we're gonna teach you this message and you teach this to them. Some of them got smart and they used as uh, as uh, another way where they can speak to their people like a code. Uh, some people want to get out of slavery. Some people want to run away from slavery. Some people are rebellious against slavery. So they use those churches. They use those messages to to, um, to simulate a message to the audience. Look, we're trying to get out of here, you know. So, but that's what they were taught during slavery. And in many ways, uh, we brought a lot of those thought patterns into our lives here generations later of what we learned during slavery. So is it a slave religion? Uh, in some ways, yes. But in a lot of ways, you can use it for positivity. And that's where your stand-up Christians come in. At. They want to stand up for their church. They want to stand up for their pastor. They want to stand up for that religion they felt is blessing them. So I get it. Do I believe in Christianity? I do believe in I do believe in the teachings of Jesus. I think Jesus is one of the best examples uh, a person can be in this world. You know, I'm sure as many other uh, prophets, deities, uh, whatever, um, that can come with that great example as well. So yes, I do like the teachings of Jesus. I have no problem with it. Is it helping our community? I think they probably can do a lot more when it comes to churches and stuff like that. I feel like there should be a lot more schools. I feel like they should have did a lot more uh, in our community as um, far as building, building industry. And you know, I have, I've talked to bankers. I've talked to bankers. They said the number one business in the black communities is churches. The number one depositor of money into the banks and out of the black community is churches. So we can always question where do the money go? You know, we can always question that. But, you know, you got real faith and you got real spiritual faith that you would trust that that money they collect out of our communities is used for the right thing. But we can clearly see there's not being schools being built, uh, schools being built. Um, they really have no say so in the education of our children because I think the schools, the public school system is a killing field. This is what I personally think. So I think in a lot of ways they do help our community, but our communities are too devastated. You know, you can't sit here with this mega church going on. You go right across the street, that neighborhood, that community is just tore up from the floor up, just tore up. I would have a problem with that. I do say that's one of the bad things you can say about a church. And you do you got people that's into the church. You have pastors would say that. These people are heavily involved in the church. But they will tell you that in some, a lot of ways they do look at the church as a business. You know? And that that's it's a sad thing, but it is what it is. Uh, 
some ways they do look at it as a business because if you know how the banking system works, you know when you put your money in the banks, they turn around and loan loan that money out to other people and put an interest on that. You know, for example, if everybody go to this certain bank and take all their money out at the same time, that money, that bank can go broke. They will have to go borrow money to cover all that money that people try and take out of there, out of their accounts. They can't cover for all that money. That's how they work. So you got all this money coming from out of this church. And they, it's the number one depositor in the bank, in the black community. They take that money. They're not loaning it to you. They loan it to other ethnic groups. We're on the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to actual loans to actually better your life. They'll give you loans to keep you in debt for life, but giving you a loan to better your life well, we're on the bottom of the telephone pole when it comes to that. So it's a conspiracy when it comes to all this religion. You know, I'm certainly for, you know, I wake up and pray every day. I don't think that I can function without God in my life. You know, it definitely made me a better person. So can we do better in the community when it comes to religion? I think we can. I think we can. I wouldn't give up on it, just keep praying and hoping that we can do better as a community when it comes to religion. And we need every aspect of knowledge and teaching to better our community. So I'm all for that. Um, it's your boy Said G. I want to thank y'all for joining me today. I had fun with this. There's a lot of information. Can't wait to do my next episode I got coming up. Uh, we're dipping right back into uh, relationships in the hood. Uh, we uh, covered the women aspect of things, got our opinions when it comes to women in the community. So now we're going to switch over to the men. And a lot of women didn't like the men's version of that. Uh, I want to invite y'all to go back and check out those episodes. We got a lot of fun, though. It was very informative. But the next episode we got coming up is called Deadbeat Dads. Deadbeat dads in the hoods. <laughs> it's your boy said G. Thank you, Conrad's one love.